and welcome to Freezer Burn. This is our third episode, lucky number three, as they say. My name is Hazel, and I'm here with Peggy. Peggy, we might have some new listeners this week, so why don't you tell them what we do here? We review off-brand frozen food. Exactly, and this week we're reviewing Stater Brothers Peas and Carrots, available at Stater Brothers grocery stores. Uh, Now, normally we do something of an unstructured review of the food, but this week we're going to go about it in a more structured fashion so that perhaps we can stay more on topic. Yes, we've prepared the peas and carrots in three different ways, and we're going to discuss each way individually. First, we're going to eat them plain. Yes, and listeners, just to give you a little taste of what's to come so you'll know if you want to stick around or not, we're also going to eat them in a chicken pot pie and in a cold salad. Uh, But up first... Plain. Right off the bat, I have to say, these taste pretty decent. Yes, these do taste exactly how I expected them to. The orange cubes taste like carrots. And the green spheres taste like peas. I guess it'd be pretty hard to mess up carrots and peas. Yeah, plain vegetables do have something of a uniform taste. I don't have any bad experience with peas and carrots. Do you? You know, I do, sort of, but it didn't really have anything to do with the food. Uh, I was on a date. Oh, jeez. You remember Halloween a few years ago? I was going to a costume party with my boyfriend at the time. Oh, at that place with the moat? It's actually just a regular ditch, but people often confuse it for a moat because of the drawbridge. But yes, that place. I don't remember there being peas and carrots, and I don't even remember you being there. I guess I never told you the story. Um, Well, I never actually made it to the party. What do you mean? Well, my boyfriend at the time and I decided we wanted to do a couple's costume, uh, so we were going to go as peas and carrots. That's fun. Were you the carrot or the pea pod? He was the carrot, uh, but there was no pea pod. I was just a single round pea. Oh, that's kind of cute. Cute, yes, but my costume ended up being much larger than I originally thought it would be. Uh, I had to stick my arms straight out to reach the armholes, and even then, the only thing poking out were my hands. That must have made it difficult to get around. Yeah, yeah, I had to do quite a lot of waddling. Uh, But my boyfriend was very insistent that we be carrots and peas, uh, and that I be one large round pea. That's weirdly specific. Um, I thought so too, but I mean, I was in love. I didn't want to see what was right in front of me. What do you mean? Well, as I'm sure you remember, the house that this party was in was on a giant hill. Yes, um, that explains the moat. Uh, Well, anyway, my boyfriend and I got all the way up the hill. I waddled across that drawbridge and right up to the party. But that's when things took a turn for the worse. One of his co-workers was at the party, and, well, I had suspected that there was something going on between them, but he'd always denied it. Uh, But the moment we got to the party, he locked eyes with her and then just shoved me down the hill. Oh my gosh, were you okay? Well, emotionally speaking, I felt very betrayed. Uh, Physically, I was immediately very nauseous because I was rolling down the hill at a very high speed. I'm surprised your costume didn't just break. What was it made out of? Paper mache and industrial grade steel support beams. Uh, Even at the time, it seemed like overkill, but in retrospect, it was perfect for my boyfriend's evil scheme. So you just kept rolling down the hill. Did you clear the moat? Well, the drawbridge was up when I got to it, but there was a ramp on the sidewalk directly in front of the ditch, uh, which I encountered as I was rolling down the hill. I was speeding down the hill at such a high velocity that when combined with the lift from the ramp, I just flew across the ditch. Oh, sorry, that might have been one of Tony's ramps? Oh, yes. Listeners, Peggy has a long-term boyfriend named Tony. He is very good-looking, but he leaves ramps everywhere. 
It's the only thing he knows how to build. No one will buy them, so he just leaves them on street corners. He's a public menace, Peggy. Your boyfriend tried to murder you. Let's not jump to conclusions. He just wanted me away from the party. Did you stop rolling once you got across the moat? Uh, no, I had too much momentum. I just kept going. Uh, no one saw me coming. I knocked over dozens, if not hundreds, of people. Was anyone hurt? I don't think anyone was physically injured that badly, but I do believe there was some emotional scarring. Uh, there's an urban legend now about a screaming green boulder that haunts the neighborhood. Well, in in the interest of time, we still have to talk about the pot pie and the salad. Ah, yes, the pot pie. I made this pot pie. The recipe comes from a cookbook the elderly women in my hometown put together. Uh, listeners, if you'd like to buy this cookbook online, it's called This Is All We Have. It's a very good pot pie. Well, thank you. Uh, how would you say these peas and carrots are working with the rest of the pot pie? They feel very appropriate. It wouldn't be a chicken pot pie without peas and carrots. Agreed. They fit the bill for the ingredients list and do so perfectly. But have these peas and carrots distinguished themselves from big names like Green Giant? I don't know. I think when you cover vegetables and chicken broth, they all start to taste the same. Good point. Uh, anyway, I think we can agree, though, that these peas and carrots are perfect for a pot pie. Yes, and I don't say that lightly. We do eat a lot of pie around my house. Oh, does Tony like pie? Are you kidding? We met at a pie-baking competition. What? I thought you and Tony met in college. Technically, I wasn't lying. We were both college students at the time, and the competition was on a college campus, but... Well, we were mostly there in a vigilante capacity. A, a vigilante capacity? At a pie-baking competition? Okay. I need to tell you a story from Tony's childhood. Oh no. Tony was a pie-baking prodigy. Fruit pies, meat pies, he'd mastered it all by the age of nine. He won pie-baking competition after pie-baking competition. Okay, well, that's pretty cool. But as he grew older, the world of pie-baking competitions grew more and more corrupt. Big Doe was creeping in on the honest, hard-working bakers of Middle America. Tony may not have had any proof of this, but he could feel it. He knew what was happening. Okay, so what was happening? Well, as Tony got older, he started blogging his deep-bake conspiracy theories on his anonymous website, Krusty Watergate. That was where I first encountered Tony's writing. If I'm being honest, I fell in love with it. And it really aligned with my own beliefs about modern baking. Wow, so you guys go way back. Yes, when we were in college, pie baking was at its most corrupt. Tony was blogging constantly, and I had started following my own leads. Eventually, we reached the same conclusion, completely separately. That the upcoming bake-off on our campus was going to be the most crooked, underhanded, seedy event our town had ever seen. We had to put a stop to it. Did you put a stop to it? By the time I'd knocked out one of the judges and stolen his uniform so I could sneak in, Tony was already in the judge's tent, smashing pies with a baseball bat. His face was covered in blueberry filling, and I was in love. Just out of curiosity, could I ask what the judge's uniform looked like? You know, it was strange. All the judges were wearing different uniforms, and each uniform just looked like normal clothes. Maybe so the competitors wouldn't know who was a judge and who wasn't. Well, they didn't fool me. So anyway, Tony was smashing pies. Yes, at first he thought I was a judge because of my outfit, but I quickly informed him that 
I was actually an enemy agent operating against Big Doe. What is Big Doe's mission exactly? We don't know. We just know that no good can come of it. Sounds like you two were on a righteous path. We fight the good fight. Anyway, as Tony and I were falling in love at first sight, campus police caught up to us and took us into custody. When we were in lockup, we traded stories about our longtime fight against corrupt baking, and that's when I learned that he was the anonymous baking blogger from Krusty Watergate. It was truly meant to be. That's a really good story, Peggy. Most couples I know met online. In a way, we did too. I guess we should get back to discussing these peas and carrots. Yes, let's get out that salad. Okay, listeners, so this salad is made with rotini noodles, mayonnaise, olives, some onion, cheese, and of course these peas and carrots. Uh, It's been in the fridge for several hours to fully chill. Let's taste it. Okay, so right off the bat, I just have to say, this is terrible. Yes, this is really bad. This may be making me more nauseous than when I was rolling down a hill at 60 miles per hour. The peas aren't that bad. The carrots aren't working at all. I don't know why I thought putting cooked carrots in a cold salad would taste good. Well, now we know. Let's talk about those nutrition facts. And let's dump this monstrosity in the garbage. So these are peas and carrots, which means they're probably pretty healthy. Yes, a serving of these bad boys will give you 12% of your daily dose of fiber. And, uh, well, that's about it. No fat, very few calories, a moderate amount of salt, which I don't understand why it's there, but it won't hurt you. Uh, No harm, no foul with these peas and carrots. Unless you put them in a salad. Uh Uh-huh. You know, speaking of peas, you never mentioned how you finally stopped rolling. Okay, well, I cleared that first ditch, like I said, and then I also cleared a second ditch, but I ultimately got stuck in a third ditch. I didn't realize our town had so many ditches. Yeah, and like, what's the point of them? What is the point of ditches except for finding dead bodies in them? Did you find a dead body? Yeah, but it's just a dead goose. While I was wedged in the ditch, I said, hey, take a gander at this. But no one was around to hear my dead goose joke. Well, if I'd been, I would have laughed. Thank you, Peggy. Anyway, eventually I just crawled out of my costume and walked home. Did you ever see that guy again? No, he ghosted me. Or tried to turn you into a ghost? Yeah, maybe. Let's rate these peas and carrots. Is it that time already? Yes. Peggy, would you make room in your freezer for these peas and carrots? If I needed some peas and carrots? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't typically eat frozen produce because fresh produce is basically the same price, if not cheaper. Uh, But if I needed some frozen vegetables, these would be my go-to bag. And how many off-brand stars would you give these? I'd give these 8.5 out of 10 off-brand stars. Uh, Pretty good, but nothing special. What about you? I'd give them a solid 8. What's that noise? Do you hear that? Is someone here? I don't know. This this is your house. Sounds like someone just drove up. Let me check what's going on. Hold on a second. Oh. Oh no. Holy cow. What's happening? Looks like there's some sort of sting operation going on outside my house. They're arresting a guy. Oh. Oh no. They are arresting Tony. That is Tony. Is there a ramp in your driveway? Yeah. Looks like they finally caught up to him. He's going to be charged with a felony littering offense. Littering ramps? How's that a how's that a felony? He's been dropping ramps across state lines. I have to go. Alright, uh so that concludes our third episode of Freezer Burn. 
We'll be back next week with another hot take on some cold food. And, um, well, clearly our structured review system didn't work as well as we thought it was going to, so, uh, well, we apologize for that, and we'll try to stay more on topic next week. Uh, see you next time!